You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously, don't just go for the big sales. They have literally thousands of low-priced goods with their house brand, 365 by Whole Foods Market, while at happy prices, limited-time seasonal flavors, and all the quality you expect, like no high-fructose corn syrup or over 300 other ingredients banned from all the food they sell. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. Once upon a time, Goldilocks discovered some delicious iced coffee in someone else's home. This Dunkin' Cold is just right. Mm, and this Dunkin' Cold is just right. Mm, and this Dunkin' Cold is just right. She sipped on and on, blissfully unaware that the bear stood watching. Barry, say something. Roar! Was that good? <sighs> the home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. Grammar Girl here. Thanks to everyone who visited our National Grammar Day website last week. One of the fun things you found there was a recipe for a Grammartini, which as far as I can tell is just a martini with a fun name. But when I was putting the recipe on the website, I remembered a question that Dan E. asked a while ago. Do you capitalize the names of cocktails, such as Bloody Mary and Mimosa? The question turned out to be more complicated than I initially imagined. Some cocktail names are easy to figure out because they go by the standard capitalization rules. If they don't include anything that would be a proper noun, such as a person's name or a city name, don't capitalize them. So mimosa, mudslide, and pina colada are all lowercase. So far, so good. I thought drinks that had a person's name, a country name, or city name would also follow the standard capitalization rule. They're proper nouns, so they'd be capitalized. But that's not the case, because these names fall into a special category. They're not literal uses of the proper nouns. For example, most dictionaries and style guides recommend keeping Manhattan lowercase when it's the name of a cocktail, because even though the name is derived from the city name, Manhattan, it's no longer associated with the city. They also recommend lowercase for daiquiri, even though the cocktail name comes from a city named Daiquiri in Cuba. But sometimes it's hard to tell whether the drink name is still associated with a person or place. Bloody Mary is sometimes capitalized, for example, because it was the nickname for Queen Mary I of England. But I didn't know that until I looked it up. It turns out Mary I ruled during a time of significant religious strife, and she had so many Protestants killed that they gave her the nickname Bloody Mary. You could argue that the cocktail name is capitalized because Mary is a name. But margarita is a Spanish name, and yet when you call a drink a margarita, it's lowercase. White Russian is also sometimes capitalized. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, White Russian is the name of a language and a group of people in the region that used to be Russia. However, I couldn't figure out why White Russian and Bloody Mary are sometimes capitalized but Daiquiri and Manhattan aren't. It turns out that whether you capitalize names of food or drinks that contain proper nouns is a style choice. The Chicago Manual of Style has the clearest rule. Don't capitalize these terms unless the name literally refers to the city or person. For example, Chicago says don't capitalize Swiss cheese unless you're talking about cheese that comes from Switzerland. 
following the Chicago rules, you wouldn't capitalize the French in French fries or the Irish in Irish coffee. Chicago does note, however, that they're in conflict with their own recommended dictionary, Webster's Third. And indeed, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary website recommends capitalizing Bloody Mary, the Irish in Irish coffee, and the Swiss in Swiss cheese. And that's why I was confused. I was looking for the answer in dictionaries that make individual determinations about the capitalization of each food or cocktail name instead of having a blanket rule. I made a chart that you'll find in the transcript for this episode at quickanddirtytips.com that compares how the Chicago Manual of Style, the AP Style Book, and Merriam-Webster Online recommend writing many of these names. So Dan, that's a long answer to a short question. The best advice I can give you is to pick a style and be consistent. I believe I'll follow Chicago style from now on because it's the simplest. I'm Mignon Fogarty, and if you liked this podcast, you'll like my books, Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing and The Grammar Devotional, available where all fine books are sold. That's all. Thanks for listening. Once upon a time, Goldilocks discovered some delicious iced coffee in someone else's home. This Dunkin' Cold is just right. Mm. And this Dunkin' Cold is just right. Mm. And this Dunkin' Cold is just right. She sipped on and on, blissfully unaware that the bear stood watching. Barry, say something. Roar! Was that good? <sighs> the home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.